What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Humor. Good old humor. Humor, man. This is the third. This week we're recording on the Sunday, 14th of November. Sunny Sunday. Right, lovely right, sunny, sunny Sunday, Sunday. man. Yeah. yeah. It's been, I, I mean, mean the, I, I, can't, I can't help but, yeah, like Christmas weather is coming. Uh, yeah. And, 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 but that, that means it's raining all the time and you can't really go out. But at the same time, uh, it makes you appreciate sunlight a bit more, right? Yeah, exactly. But I have also been really enjoying the past few days weather. Like, I love mm. the, the rain, the drizzle, the gloomy weather. Mm. Makes me think mm. about life, man. Mm, and the flooding and all that as well, right? And the flooding, yeah, yeah the flooding, <laughs> yeah. the flooding. Especially when yeah, the flooding like... is in Bukit Timah area, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I will, I would deny, right? And when I saw that video, I was like, huh, all yeah. right. I mean, it's sad, but yeah. I mean, maybe I would be sadder if it was at like a traffic junction or or a more heartlandy kind of estate. I won't deny mm-hmm. that, Okay, maybe um, we let's not let's not let's not let's not be, let's not go into the, the what do you call it? Uh, uh, social economic wars, la. But, yeah, but the right, fact right. is, the fact is, all the cars that I saw stuck in there were like you know, uh, continental, big continental cars and everything, like right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 at least, I mean, yeah, basically, yeah, those people who whose cars got flooded can afford it, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, exactly. So, those one of the things, it just, it just, yeah, don't trigger me, lah. There, it's yeah, 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 that yeah, kind of thing. Because yeah, I know yeah. I sound like an asshole, so without going deep yeah. into it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> thanks, Terrence. Yes. No, but thanks, we, we're thanks, talking yeah. about this also because, uh, yeah, the, 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 it's kind of kind of related to our topic, you know, and, and you know, being rained on and, and rain on, you know, raining on a parade almost mm. literally, yeah. But anyway, before that, uh, anything that we need to plug? I guess we can plug the podcast <laughs> and the sharing of the podcast because the Instagram has been growing. So, mm. so, Check us out on Instagram, but um, the podcast is also growing. We do yeah. have a wonderful uh, subreddit. So if if this podcast has brought you any joy or happiness or even anger to a certain extent at any point in the past, it would be great if you could share it with one person who may not have heard of the podcast. Correct, correct, correct. Yep. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, so speaking of raining on a parade, on yeah. a parade square, you know, almost literally, mm. uh, what is the first topic we're talking about? The first topic is the latest news that there's a there's a artwork on the mar- the float at Marina Bay which was supposed to start the public exhibition I believe on Saturday but by mm. mid Saturday the organizers were issued with a injunction to take it down it means like mm. a like a legal letter to dismantle it and take it down and now there's a whole bunch of drama around the organizers the artists um and the people who had some history with the project, la. Mm, mm. Um, and and the artwork is called Cause, la. Have you? It, it's it's done by Ryan Connolly, uh, mm, an American Brian, artist. Brian. Oh, Brian. Con- Brian yeah. Donnelly. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Brian Donnelly. <laughs> <laughs> Where did Ryan Connolly come from? <laughs> Totals, yeah. Brian Donnelly. And to be honest, I I've seen the the artwork before. Have you seen it before? Uh, I mean, I've definitely seen this cause artwork around. La. It's mm. quite popular. I think quite popular amongst uh, contemporary art collectors and all. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and, and it's essentially based on 
like uh, a Mickey Mouse character with crosses for eyes on the hands and he actually developed it uh, in the 90s. Mm, so mm. it has it has been featured around the world and featured as like 40 40-50 meter uh, balloon sculptures of the character that are blown up and put in public spaces. Mm, yes. Um and and it's it's a really nice uh context for drone shots and all because it looks like this huge ass character in the middle of a public space. So for the float at Marina Bay, I think the look they were going for is this big character kind of lying down on a towel, like a green towel. Oh, is that what it is? I thought yeah, it was just I, I thought it was like uh some reference to how Singapore football because it's a football pitch, right? It's green. So how it's Singapore also the NDP, right? like, <laughs> No, it's like Singapore football is like just it's like dead on arrival, like just lying there sleeping. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was or some maybe, statement about a football team or something. Or, or maybe that the NDP parade is then boring, uh, is it? <laughs> Why you only see the negative <laughs> sides about it? How about Singapore is a very relaxing place to live? <laughs> because obviously it's no, not, uh, right? No, so exactly. It was the artist himself who told Straight Times on a video call that, okay, you can, in his words, you can picture the platform as a giant towel or something that he's lying on. So mm, maybe yeah. it wasn't the only um, inspiration, but... Mm. He, he was um just he was thinking about the you know the fact that it's surrounded by water and he was mm. trying to think of the most relaxed situation he could pos- possibly be in and he imagined swimming and just staring up into the sky. Mm. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. So it was first announced I think back in uh no uh, like I think maybe like a month ago that yeah. the exhibition was coming. Yeah. Um. So. So what do you understand from this whole drama and allegation? Mm, I mean, before that, the the it first came to my attention. Uh, actually, I never heard about it a month ago, but it first came to my attention when when I started to see a lot of uh, influencers or influential people on my Instagram showing mm. that they were at the exhibition. Uh, you know, taking photos of them on walking. Saturday. Is it? Yeah, yeah, taking photos of them walking into the space or, or even someone even managed to get like drone footage and all that like, you know mm-hmm. so then then i i think i i think i just poked around a bit and i was like oh only for vips you know that means mm-hmm. very very influencer people like, basically um mm-hmm. and i was like oh god another one of those like, basically mm-hmm. uh, and i don't know how they were going to do crowd control because the thing was in the middle of the it's sort of just in, it's lying in the middle of the picture it's not like it's enclosed yeah. or anything so yeah. uh yeah la, it's probably gonna be another uh not 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 that's a big deal to me la, but it's just uh yeah la, probably another COVID cluster is gonna happen at some point. La. Yeah, I mean it uh, is enclosed, right? There's a perimeter around it, like there's probably an entrance. Yeah, my my right? guess is that they limit the number of people entering. Yeah. Uh, yeah they yeah. probably close off the like like how you would close off a football field, like put some barriers mm. up and all that. So mm. like, I don't think that's the main issue. It's just that when you go inside, definitely everyone's gonna be like fighting for the best angle to take photos and all that, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's where I think crowding will happen. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I was prepared to give give this event a miss, la, you know, to, uh, you know, it was just, just going to crowds is not my thing at this point. Uh. Uh, mm. Then I heard the injunction. And then yeah. I, um, yeah, I mean, what was, what was your first impressions as well la, before we go into all that? Okay, so the injunction is basically to take it down, dismantle it, and stop the exhibition, right? Must take so it down, it, is it? Yeah. Must take it down, okay. Yeah, must take it down. So they've closed the exhibition and must take it down. So my thought was like, oh shit, did they just 
like use this uh character without consent from the artist because mm. i think even a few years ago zook they they had a res- house dj or something put on the marshmallows iconic uh headgear right dj marshmallow right dj marshmallow yeah, yeah. and while they said they didn't market it as a marshmallow event like i think People, I think Jade Rasiv was the one who spoke out against it. Is it that you guys mm. can't use this DJ's identity um, without his 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 uh, what you call it permission like and false advertising and all that right? So, yeah, and even yeah. the DJ Marshmallow himself chimed in like right, yeah, yeah, saying yeah. that he wasn't involved with Zook. So that was my first thought here. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like they want to do this exhibition um, without getting consent from the artist or the agency that owns the rights like. But mm. then. It seems like all that was done. It's just that the injunction is being served by the Ryan Foundation, which mm. is a Singapore non-profit mm. um, uh, founded by uh, Mr. Ryan Su, mm. um, who claims that the eventual organizers, the ARR, which stands for... All Rights Reserved. All Rights Reserved. Which a is a Hong, Hong Kong-based Kong- creative yeah. agency. Yeah. That, that they worked off confidential information that um, came about because he had helped connect them with the artist back in 2017 and when that project didn't fall th- they fell through he's accusing them of like, oh how can you carry on with the project and eventually bring it to Singapore that's my understanding mm, 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 mm. What, yeah. what, what about what about you um that's what yeah that's I think that's what you can get on paper in the newspaper but yeah. my understanding at least my interpretation of it like all this is just Conjecture also because I, I don't want to be part of the lawsuit or so like, right? Mm. My understanding is that it seems like years ago, uh, TRF, the Ryan Foundation, the Singapore-based one, uh, wanted yeah. to bring in this course exhibition and was in talks with STB and all these players uh, and all rights reserved to 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 actually bring it in, like, right? Mm. Uh, because this is partially sponsored by the Singapore government also, Singapore Tourism mm. Board at the very least. Uh, and then apparently they couldn't reach a partnership agreement between TRF and the All Rights Reserve, the Hong Kong organization. So mm. that that fell through. But apparently uh, All Rights Reserve, the Hong Kong organization, continued to you know engage with the artist cause and 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 the Singapore Tourism Board. And then yeah this whole thing got organized la, as a, as a result. So mm. uh, I think that's what I think from what I can infer from everything I'm reading lah. Um, so that's why TRF is saying that hey, we are the ones that first came out the idea, came out the proposal, maybe shared it with STB, linked up STB with All Rights Reserve or the cause of the artist. I don't know what la, confidential information and probably relationships or so la, right. Mm. Um, and it's not cool that you all go ahead and and do this without us involved. Mm. Um, because I I don't know what. What proprietary, you know, like it's not any trademarkable information or knowledge in holding this exhibition, like right? Uh, yeah. If anything, it would just be maybe I don't know some some plans on where to where where to display it and and things like that. But that also has to go through the authorities, like for sure. It's not like you you exclusively claim a piece of land and say, hey, I'm gonna put the exhibition here, lah. Uh, yeah. But actually, the the other thing that's interesting for me is the the act of an injunction because I actually mm. have been uh, under threat as a as a party to an injunction before lah. Uh, yeah, it happened many years ago when I was uh, working in like film distribution and stuff like that, and uh, uh. so this happened that this film that we we were, dis- we were producing actually and distributing uh, was going to premiere, 
but then there was some um, there was some uh, at the premiere a lawyer turned up and served uh, served some papers to to the to uh, what do you call it uh, to one of the the key members of the of the team la, of the mm. team that was producing the, the film la, uh, mm. saying that hey you were you were under my contract when you so-called produced when you worked on this project la, right Mm. And 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 because of that, it's not cool, uh, You're moonlighting, uh, and 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 this and therefore this project that you worked on, uh, should also be some. I should also have some kind of uh, some kind of uh, ownership in this project that you're working on, lah. Mm. And 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 they, they they literally came during the sneak, uh, not sneak. I think it was the premiere, lah. During they literally came during the premiere, like two lawyers in suits and all that, and served papers to the to the person on the spot, lah. Which huh. is uh, yeah. So uh, this serving of papers has a very what I realized is a very there's almost a very um, ceremonial uh, mm. uh, effect to it. Like they yeah. want to they want to do it in public. They want to scare you. They want to embarrass you. They want to you know uh, basically yeah la, put you in, put you in a very ugly position la, Right when they mm. serve papers like that la. And and so after that some legal consultation we were also told by our our own lawyer and all that that. The next thing they could do was to to you know, uh, get a court to to file injunction la, basically for the release of the the movie, oh, which would be mm. a disaster la, because you know, um, yeah la, movie slots so it's not like it's not like you you can this week just take out your movie and then the two weeks later put it back in or anything like that la. It's a there are specific slots that you work months in advance to to build up towards la, right. Mm. Um. So mm. yeah, it was a it was a real scare that we 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 thought that that they might file an injunction and something. And uh, yeah, according to the lawyer, that's what, um, that's what they, they uh, a lot of people would do like, when there's a, when they feel that there's a cause for grievance and stuff like that. They would do it, uh, even if it feels if you, it feels like a very dick move to do that, like, right? And someone's mm. coming out party and all that. But but of course, from the other side's perspective, is that hey, you are you're blatantly doing this in my face, even though I I I wasn't given proper. Uh, proper consideration or ownership of of this property, lah. Mm. Um. So yeah, lah. So that's that's basically what has happened here. Uh. You but, know, but during, what, literally how, during the premiere, the VIP premiere, they came and served the papers. Uh. Oh, you know, so as opposed to yeah, they served it. Yeah, yeah. At four forty five p.m., they went down and now oh, four thirty, they served the papers. And I think the exhibition oh, stopped at four forty five because mm. of that. So. Because I think the exhibition is meant to look very nice even towards the evening, like sunset and all. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. So there wasn't even a chance for the VIPs to to take sunset photos. Uh. So oh. yeah, la, it, it had this effect. Like, I guess I guess that's the, they, they got the effect they wanted. They got the media attention as well and everything. Yeah, because if you send an email, I guess you can say, oh, didn't see the email, didn't check this and all this shit. But yeah, you deliver yeah. in person. And, yeah. and I mean... Like just the some context for the organization. November thirteenth was yeah the VIP. Um, November fourteenth was supposed to be open to the public for two weeks, and it was supposed to be a free event. But mm, there's also mm. gonna be merch that is sold. Uh, merch mm. that was specifically created for this uh, collaboration. And mm. I mean another piece of de- useful info is also that ARRL, the All Rights Reserved, they have mm. worked with uh, Brian Donnelly on on similar exhibitions in other countries. Mm, so it's mm. not. Is and I think they had a relationship with him already before the Ryan Foundation introduced them or who allegedly, came up, uh, allegedly, 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 yeah. allegedly. All, all this we're not sure yet. Yeah, I see, I see. So, so going back to your story, how did it end? If if you can share, mm, there was, 
there was a legal loophole, basically. Uh, mm. that because the, the project that we were on had multiple people working on it, right? So it mm. turns out that the, the lawyer that was serving serving the papers and everything happened to also uh, have represented one of the parties in our on our side in, in a separate transaction before. So, mm. you know, lawyer, you cannot have conflict of interest. You cannot, be, you cannot have a client that you eventually help another client to sue, la, right? You know? Because mm, mm. that's that's double dipping, right? You you get confidential confidential information from your client, and then later you use it against your client to sue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that is a that's a big big no no And I think they never they probably never uh, they didn't check properly lah. Basically, mm. uh, so 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 that 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 whole thing just went quiet lah after that, and they settled it themselves separately. But um, but I, I, yeah, I was going to say also that um, the the thing about this. Ryan Foundation is that the the bosses of Ryan Foundation, the directors, this Ryan mm. Su and Adrian Chan. I think Ryan Su is a lawyer yeah, as well. He is. Yeah. So he is very well versed in, in from what I've read about in interviews and all that, he's he's trained in uh, I think getting a PhD in art law. So Oh shit. Yeah, he, uh, he and he's yeah, you know, he knows uh he knows about what you know how how these things work as well. Uh. So um, it's not easy lah to to you know get get an injunction and everything. So the uh, that's why they, I think they are celebrating as a victory as well. But the other thing I think is not so much the the actual money uh, or the sales of the of the merchandise lah, right? Because I mean sales of merchandise, of course, is, is money, but it's not like you know it's not going to like break banks or anything like that. But I think mm. the big thing here is that um, yeah, Singapore Tourism Board is implicated lah. You know, yeah. there's a very and big relationship uh, with a, you know, a tourism board that's very willing to throw money for foreign artists to come and all that. Uh, yeah. you, you ruin that relationship because of a lawsuit and all that. That's a, a big win for the people suing. La. And even the Ryan Foundation, I mean, seems like they have been organizing events for the past four, five years. I think they've worked with mm. Lucy Liu. Mm. Um, with my girl Drew. Uh, my girl you Drew. Don't understand. You don't understand the reference. Huh? I don't, man. Wow, dude, you're like so. You're like so. Why, uncool, why, 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 why? You know that song, "Independent Woman," yeah, by Destiny's Child. Yeah, and it was it was for Charlie's Angels. Yeah, and then it's about Lucy Liu with my girl Drew, Drew Barrymore. And then Drew Barrymore. Yeah, dude, you're like that one cool. But my my girl Drew is what like no with my girl Drew. Okay, not that's Michael, not Michael Drew. <laughs> what? That's that's something she said to what Drew Barrymore. That's what they rap in the song. Oh, oh yeah, me and God. song lyrics. Oh, I'm not a lyrics person, lah. Oh, I care more about cool. the beat and the damn melody. Damn cool. cool, man. I bet you that reference is also fucking dated, <laughs> like It makes you. It immediately makes you sound like a like them old. I'm. I don't know it because I'm too young, lah, bro. Oh, okay, okay. You're the Travis Scott. You're the Travis Scott kind of. Yeah, yeah, Africa. Travis Scott. Okay, okay. Yeah, got it, got it. but but I mean, understanding like what we know of from the media and all. What what do you think? Because I mean, ultimately, we are also in the field of uh creative uh like art and like creation and and IP and original uh content mm. and and because of the happenings of the last year with our own legal tussle with a liquidation that we can't disclose much of uh at, at this point, we've also done our own reading up on IP and and stuff like that. So what's What's your take outside of the facts, uh? or alleged facts? Alleged facts. Mm, my take is that they, yeah. So going back to my earlier point again, I I think they must there must be some kind of 
they must prove to the court that they, there's some kind of really confidential information that they shared uh, that somehow managed to, you know, uh, make the deal happen uh, with STB and everything. Because, mm. uh, yeah, I, I can't... I can't ima- if, if the artist himself is saying that he has no, no prior relationship with the Ryan Foundation or contract with the Ryan Foundation, um, I can't see where where they would get a successful court injunction la, unless the, the 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 court you know is feeling really trigger happy and and going to je- and, and willing to jeopardize uh Singapore stat board event and everything la. Mm. yeah so i i so, feel like there must be some like 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 there, there's a McGuffin la, here basically that we we're, uh, we're not sure about that that you know when the moment they showed you the court the court's like oh see that's it like that's it they use this and then that's how they close the deal with STB and everything la. Mm. So so that means that there's some somewhere you saw is it that there's allegedly no res- relationship between the Ryan Foundation and Brian Donnelly? Yeah, I think he said he said himself. He said that, he has uh, no contractual agreement, like He yeah, has no contractual no, agreement. No, yeah, no contractual agreement exactly. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe he's maybe the they had they had something over email or what? He said yeah, let's work together on this or what? That, so that, basically, that, yeah, might might be can, could be have been taken as a verbal agreement, like, right? Yeah. So so basically. The the TLDR version is TRF asked this uh, STB to set up this thing, um, and amongst the people they were talking to was the ARR. Then mm. STB and whatnot said no. And this was in twenty nineteen, and then twenty twenty one the exhibition goes on between STB and ARR without mm. TRF being involved. La. No, no, actually, it was it origin originally fell through because of uh, a relationship between ARR and oh, TRF that that, broke, that fell down la, that that oh, broke down la, yeah. Oh, so that's why the injunction is not towards STB or anything; it's yeah, towards yeah. IRR. Correct, correct. But I mean, I bet you STB is pissed, huh? right? Yeah. Now, how many exhibitions uh, yeah. are we having now in Singapore? And then the moment we have one nice one, and then all the influencers come and take photos, suddenly the whole thing fell apart. So I guess I guess it's actually it's, it's basically shitting on ARR as well lah because no like if you're a government body you don't want to be associated with people who even if it's baseless uh mm. there are claims against lah or injunctions served against lah right yeah you want to make sure that yeah like if you work in the government you got to make sure your your bases are covered lah right but then but then like let's say let's say for us if we are talking to I don't know IMDA or or something with the talent agency of um, say Henry Golding, right, uh, or mm. any other star, uh, and we can't agree with this talent agency, and then the final thing happens between the talent agency and the government. Mm. Would you be pissed? I mean, you'd be irritated, lah, right? Yeah. Um, but but to be able to go to court and really prove that they copied something or they took something really confidential that belongs to you and used it to. To create their their work of or, or or create their event, that that one that one's a, a tall order la. Say for example, like you know, like when we did, uh, there's one particular video that I remember we did that was very viral, uh, for mm. the, the the Olympics in the city one, right? Mm. Which even for us, we we go out there, and we say, hey, we're not we're not like the originators of this of this concept la, right? Mm. Uh, we we have seen Remy Gaillard's videos before, but. But what's interesting is that we adapted it for Singapore context, lah, right? Mm. And, and and made it interesting because you were like racing MRT trains and, and things like that, lah. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't like the, the video went very viral. Everyone was was sharing it, and, and people found it really funny. And uh, yeah, we, then suddenly one day I, I I turn on my YouTube and then I suddenly see like a, a sporting a big sporting chain 
uh, in Singapore also doing a, oh, you know, doing sports in the city kind of video, oh, you know? Yeah, literally, yeah, like, that. literally same kind of things where where the, the guy, the male talent was racing MRT train and swimming and in a fountain, and, in all. fountain and all that. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, ultimately they they saw our video. They, you know, wanted to create something similar uh, without having to credit us or anything. Uh, mm. you know, I, I mean, it would be nice even if they just acknowledged that it was in, that the, the, we saw this great video. We wanted to, you know, wanted to take it a step further or something like that, like, You know, like how yeah. like how we we talk about Remy Gaia, we really respect him and and everything, like, Right? Um, yeah. Or we respected that vi- the the old videos that he did, like I mean, him as a person is another, another another matter entirely. Um, but yeah, I, I remember. It's I not remember cool. You were, depth, not cool. you were annoyed. You were annoyed. I it was annoying, that. right? Yeah. But what can you <laughs> do? What am I going to go to court and say, hey, you guys? You guys copy me, and it's just an endless cycle, uh. I mean, no. So most of art so, is, is is really like also just being inspired by or taking from other places you you get inspiration from, right? No. So in that case, I think I was not as pissed off as you or or annoyed even because I was like, oh, fuck, like um, we did this independently on our own, and if people kind of copy the idea for that, like yeah, I I would be annoyed, but I think. I wasn't as annoyed as I would be in in a relationship like what's going on here because because as much as this this exhibition is free and as mm. much as it it might not be the most commercially uh like lucrative like churning in millions of dollars for the organizers I think anything that people work with the government as a vendor there is some sort of monetary exchange like right yeah um yeah. there is some sort of like even merch even if it's a revenue share or something or even if it's building up your own street cred as an agency portfolio. there's some value there yeah, yeah your portfolio lah, right mm. because for us the olympics video we did it yeah it was for a brand um and then when another brand did it on their own yeah it feels like hey fuck that's really quite similar but even then we had no relationship with that brand we had no relationship with the production house that made their video because we mm. made the video ourselves mm. so that's why that's why i think that one uh, I'm still like okay, fuck they copy your idea, but this one I think, I I I I'm curious what the confidential thing is like because it feels like, I mean I don't think they have a strong case in court, but it's mm. more like a ethical or it's like integrity. Like if if there was something that was made possible by this person, the least you could do is I don't know like just offer them okay, we're, this is going through. You want to be part of it or something like that You know? Yeah, that, I mean, does that mean? I guess it comes down to your personal uh, values, lah, right? Yeah. Like, like if you, you know, the, the the saying is like, if you want to date your friend's ex or something like that, you gotta at least let your friend know, lah, right? Oh yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, you can't it's just not quietly codified, just right? go and do it on the side, lah, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's not codified. If you if someone that does doing that, you can't say, "Hey, fuck you!" you know, that's a rule, but it's not yeah, a rule. It's not a rule. Yeah. 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 So. So this one, court injunction. You get caught injunction. You cannot date this girl. <laughs> yeah, this one. So I mean, this one. I don't know. Like, uh, the court injunction means that it's passed already, or it's still. Yeah, it's already. That means that it's already gone through. Yeah, I did look up a little bit about injunctions, and this sounds like it's not like an emergency one that still needs to be, you know, fought out in court. It already seems to have been decided already, lah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I also need to correct myself that there's no, it's not clear uh, apparently whether they must dismantle the thing. So the art piece mm. might still be there you know, for the past yeah, yeah, for yeah. the next Just two weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So so an injunction means that can they can they can still appeal, right? They can appeal yeah. against an injunction. I'm sure they can. What, I'm sure they can. Yeah. But by then, like the two weeks will be up already. Be yeah. rotting already, <laughs> la, the, the whole thing. Yeah, it'll be out of uh, out of uh, what do you call it? It'll deflated already by then. 
yeah, yeah, deflated and like, but it just feels like maybe for for um the TRF, yeah, he probably has some idea of law. He's not a layman when it comes to art law. Mm. Um, yeah, it's I I can't. I think that the yeah the the details are the ones that are interesting because it's not as simple as like hey they copy my idea because we have we have heard individuals who maybe had ideas for videos and then when someone else make it they're like oh my god that's horrible how can they copy the idea yeah, right yeah yeah correct but that this one feels like it's more than just an idea la. no it's a, it's a business it's a yeah la, it's a business uh uh what do you call it la? it's a business la, basically bringing in this this thing and you know getting Singapore tourism board to pay for it and all that. It's a, it's a yeah. business, you know, It's a business transaction. So, uh, I would suppose they must have something. They must have like some smoking gun that really shows that they were they should have been uh, a party to this whole transaction as well, mm-hmm. Unless this is just a, a the tip of a of a much more dramatic or or in intense uh drama. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think I think this uh, don't underestimate the fine art world. Uh, it can get very catty. I think mm. there's a lot of uh, you know a, bit, a lot of uh, underhand tactics and and uh, un, you know under table exchanges and all that. I'm not not saying anyone's corrupt, but I'm just saying that <laughs> it, it's 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 just one of those worlds where a lot when whenever there's a lot of money uh, changing hands and, and things and like clout that and clout and clout and, and, and glam and yeah, the intangible the intangible. Um, the, the the act of being able to just hang out with uh, with like art collectors and, and rich people and gallery owners and stuff like that, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't don't underestimate the you know the people's capacity to become really catty about small small things. Uh. yeah. Maybe uh, this is one of those things. because uh, if you go to the Ryan Foundation website, you can tell that okay, that's the world that that Ryan and his his foundation lives in. Uh, the yeah. the the very glam and glitzy one where yeah. where. I would say, like in life in general, things are often not what they seem. But in that world specifically, yeah. right? Who knows what the fuck is going on under the surface, man? Yeah, and, and you know what the irony is? You go to Ryan Foundation, the homepage, right? There's a mm. video there that's embedded, and it's an STV SG made possible SG made possible <laughs> video. Visit Singapore video where it shows Ryan Sue talking to Lucy Liu about about art in Singapore and all that lah. So, oh my god! Yeah, I don't know whether STV will still be keeping the video up for much longer and all. Wow. So STB yeah. is probably pissed at the whole thing. Um ARR is pissed at TRF. STB probably pissed at TRF also. So it's oh, probably everyone. Like, uh, it's embarrassing for them, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, it's embarrassing. Uh. Because to to tell the artists also like, yo, we gotta close it because there's an injunction served. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully this thing the more details come to light. Uh, like this this is not like a, a public kind of thing. Uh, so so hard mm. to say whether there will be information made public. But even on Reddit, people are very speculative, but no no insider news yet, lah. Mm, let's wait and see, uh. It should be interesting. Wait and I see, mean, like. they can't possibly just let the thing just sit there indefinitely, or so, lah. So I'm sure mm. there'll be updates within the next few days, lah. Yeah, yeah, man. Cool. And, uh, but yeah, lah. Uh, speaking of um, uh, the real news, lah. The real news that yeah, mattered this week. Speaking of like being upstaged at uh at, at a very big event and all that, lah. Right. Mm. Uh, so the, the previous story was an injunction that upstaged everything but this one mm. is about a celebrity who upstaged her BFF's wedding mm. and mm. what is this who is this celebrity and what is the, the celebrity story is, the celebrity is Kendall Jenner um, mm. who 
attended her apparent uh, uh, best friend BFF uh, Lauren Perez's wedding on November 11th. Um, mm. And it was one of those super glitzy A-list celebs, Bella Hadid, uh, Hailey Bieber, and all were there. Um, mm. And when she posted what she was wearing on her Insta story, people started mm. shitting on her like, because she wore a dress that is quite provocative, uh, mm. a lot of skin, and people were yeah. shitting on her for wearing something that outstanding to her BFF's wedding. Like. Basically, it's a, it's a black, uh, I mean, it's a long cocktail dress, you know, sleeveless mm. cocktail dress. But mm. there's like geometric cutouts all the way from her from her waist all the way to her neck. La. Like imagine like just like diamond cutouts, diamond cutouts, diamond cutouts and just leaving the the main bits, the main bits covered up, la, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So it's uh it's more I mean it's it's more skin than 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 cloth la, basically when it comes to the torso. Uh yeah. yeah. So she wore this to the wedding and then she took a selfie and uh, yeah, a lot of people on, on Twitter are like scolding her for it. Uh. Yeah. So so if you're wondering why, why the fuck with everything happen in the world, are these two people on a podcast <laughs> in Singapore talking yeah. about this? Why? What what drove you to want to talk about this, uh, Terrence? I just am trying to understand. Uh, is it really wrong for Kendall mm. Jenner to have worn this to her if her so-called BFF's wedding. Because that's mm. what people on Twitter are saying. Literally, I mean, I quote like, uh, on Twitter, say, Kendall Jenner, I'd rather you turn up to my wedding in a wedding dress than this. Yeah. <laughs> and then another one say, imagine Kendall Jenner wearing this to your wedding. And then, yeah. yeah I mean, it so, is a very uh, stunning dress. And I mean, she is one of the, the supermodels that, that everybody knows, very famous, right? So, yeah. would you be upset if someone like that, if she, wore, she came to your wedding and wearing this? Yeah, so so I mean, um, yeah, the dress definitely is stunning. She looks amazing in it, and it's definitely something that if she walks into a room with, regardless who in the world, like, people will look. Yeah. Like. Um, yeah. So for me, why this was interesting because both of us, when we were voting or like what to talk, this this ranked quite highly, like This was mm, mm, undoubted. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> to, I think it's occupied your mind space for very for good part of this morning. Uh. Yeah, because to me, I think what's what's interesting is is the fact that. I mean, I think as I get older, the more I'm interested uh, or perplexed by social norms and social behavior mm. and social understanding, especially when some of them just I fucking don't understand as well. Um, yeah. So in this case, like uh, when I just mentioned it to my uh, uh, girlfriend, I think yesterday or earlier this morning, she said, yeah, like I mean, that's not cool like, if you wear that to the wedding. But yeah. Yeah. we both also did point out that Right now, it's based on an Insta story, uh, and and she's next. The Insta, the photo she shared was uh with Bell with Gigi Hadid and all, and they all looked like they were wearing cocktail dresses. Uh. So maybe that was not mm. even to the wedding, right? Um, I mean, did you see anything that that talked about how whether it's for the wedding or the cocktail party or something? Uh, I think in the same series of Instagram stories, she did show, uh, the she was at the ceremony lah. Yeah. Mm, with the mm. wedding dress and and then she tagged Lauren Perez who was the bride yeah, yeah. So, so I think I, it, I think yeah. from from what I'm understanding is that the ceremony itself was quite informal like the, I think the, the the groom was wearing sneakers with his jacket and all that as well so and then the Lauren Perez was wearing a wedding dress but it wasn't like some some you know like uh you know Kate, Kate uh, what do you mean Kate what, oh shit what's the, what, what's the name uh, Kendall um, Jenner 
What? No, no, she no, no. The wedding dress wasn't like this long, flowy Lady Diana wedding kind of dress or mm. anything. It was just a very quite, quite. I mean, you know, a nice, nice standard wedding dress, like You know, but uh, mm. wasn't yeah. There, there wasn't even a head headgear or a veil or anything like that. So, uh, in my estimation, it was quite uh informal. That's why you mm. see the guests also dressed up like for cocktail like that like, You know. Mm. So so maybe maybe before I give I give my take because I haven't been married before right mm. so like let's say at your wedding right um mm. you know I was the MC of your reception what if like mm. while you had your you know your your baller dapper suit I just mm. showed up with like a suit that had cutouts that you know showed my forest of a chest and just like, was like, like the borat fucking... like the borat mankini <laughs> <laughs> no la, like still classy, still classy. Um, still cut to I don't know, like uh, bring out my eyes or whatever shit like that. Um, but yeah. it was a, it was something that made people look la, and want to be. Oh my god, that guy looks amazing. How would you feel la? Uh, I think for guys it'd be okay lah, right? Because you sure for, No, no, sure, sure. Because for guys is like I mean, uh, you know, like like we're not. I mean, at least at least for for when you reach a certain age, all that is less about your looks and, and things like that already, right? In fact, standing mm. out, standing out from everyone else, you know, in the, from the way you dress kind of isn't exactly the, 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 the what you always want, right, as a guy. Mm. Mm. I, as, I mean, I, I'm just saying this from a very standard, like Singaporean man kind of thing, right? Mm. But I mean, obviously, there are times when you, do, when you do, when you should dress up to be a bit more Outstanding. Even even in Singapore, like if you are, let's say you're you're hosting an event or things like that, you do need to dress it up a, a little bit more, like, Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But you always, but you should always keep note of what the dress code is as well, like. I think that's important. Mm. Um. And uh, I mean, in this case, the fact that it, it was her BFF, this Lauren Perez, her BFF, she probably and she was one of the bridesmaids. I think she probably knows what the the wedding dress looks like, lah. So. In that sense, yeah, maybe it's not very cool that, you know, you know what the wedding dress looks like, but you choose to wear something that's even more stunning than the wedding dress, you know? Mm. So, yeah. so yeah, I would say, I would imagine, like, okay, I'm trying to picture, like, let's say for my wedding, if you show up with, I don't know, like, like fucking flame red yellow thing, you know, and, like, people mm. are like, okay, just just take, like, a selfie with me and run off and take photos with you. Um, mm. I think I would just more make fun of you uh, on the yeah. mic or something like that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and I would kind of, like, but I... I don't think like internally deep down I would be like oh shit you know you're stealing my thunder because mm. your name is not on the invite and all that shit la. but exactly. but yeah. I can imagine for a girl where I, like you know probably like uh, when there's a lot of thought I assume that goes into what you wear at your wedding mm. um, and you also want to do it in a way that's classy that's respectful but but yeah it feels like um, yeah la, like uh, that it's your day la, right Correct. So, yeah, yeah. so the biggest question for me is like, okay, like Kendall Jenner probably gets invited to a whole bunch of shit. Does she have to wear this dress then? Yeah, because it's right, the kind of like, dress that, like, I mean, you like, people even, will like stare. Yeah, like. your eyes cannot avoid anything, like, right? Your eyes can't avoid looking at the dress, like. It's just yeah, exactly. screaming for attention. Um, yeah, I'm not saying that it's wrong to show skin. Show skin is fine because I mean, at the end of the day. There are a lot of uh, brides who wear dresses. They also show a lot of skin, you know, bare mm-hmm. shoulder, blah, blah, blah. But um, this particular dress, I would say, is meant to titillate. La. You know? Not, mm, right? mm. Titillate, yeah. literally. Choice yeah. of so, words, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Mm. So it is like really just covering the bits, the little bits that met, that that that, that would, would get you an R21 rating and, and an M18 rating. La. 
but mm. everything else is is there lah, you know. So yeah, it's just whether or not it it. I mean, it, it, there might be a very conservative group in the wedding that get offended with seeing this kind of thing. Like remember those last time people were complaining about cosplayers at Suntec City because they could see under boob, right? Oh, this yeah. is like <laughs> this is. I mean, this is ten times worse, lah, right? So imagine yeah, yeah. That, that that contingent at your wedding, they be there. There's a chance that they might complain. Then this the other side is like everyone's like just gawking at, at you and like oh my god, you look you look amazing in that compared mm. to what the bride is wearing, lah. So. Both ways, I can't see how it's a good idea to wear something like that. Law. As much as you want to exercise your right to express yourself and all that as well. Law. Yeah, I think I think what you said that stuck out is that it's almost attention. La. So, okay, so the context is if you're going to a wedding with Bella Hadid, Gigi Hadid, chances are people are going to wear like ridiculously stunning dresses, la, right? Mm. But I think and they're all stunning. Said, they're all, they're all good looking. They're all also, fucking la. stunning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But I think what you said, this... It, it gets attention. La. So using attention has the determiner, right? Like let's say at your wedding, I did use Borat's mankini. How would you mm. feel? Uh, yeah, that one, then yeah, so I think that was like a bit disrespectful. La. Mm. And like, like, I, I, like I wouldn't care if you wore it to office or anything or, or any other day. You know, I think it's funny. But mm. on a day when it's not just about the, the bride, it's about the guests and the, 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 bride, the bride and groom's families and all that as well. You don't mm. know who all these people are. You don't know what their beliefs are. You don't know where where they draw the line in terms of like what what is cool and what's not cool and stuff like that. So mm. um, for you to just like assume that I you know my my right to to wear whatever I want, express it myself however I want is more important than anything else when I walk to, go into this wedding today. Uh, that to me is yeah is is uh yeah it's not very cool uh, yeah or, or maybe 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 if it's less something that is already controversial in and of itself but let's say i wore like a real like something with neon lights or i walked in in stilts okay stilts ah uh, yeah yeah that, that also is annoying like right because <laughs> it wasn't part of the program come on man you know weddings have but, to be planned to a T you know it's, it's, it's not but part still, of the program but like if it's a okay like, like a bright a blinking blinking suit you know with LED lights like those those uncles that that yeah, that's right. have the bicycle or the lights and the loud <laughs> yeah, music. Correct. I will say switch off lights. the music. Switch off the music. No music. You can no keep music. your lights. You can just keep your lights, lights on. Uh. Yeah. You'll be okay with the lights. Like as though you're on your speech, giving your speech, and you can just see this blinking, this blinking beacon w- in the audience. I will make fun of it, lah, because nobody is gonna think that that's cool, la, Right. <laughs> Nobody would. Yeah, think la, so cool. so generally everyone will be like, what the fuck are you doing? Can you yeah, just Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it will be frowned upon across the board, la, right? Yeah. Whereas Kendall Jenner wearing that dress is I mean, it looks really good and and, and uh probably to a lot of people it's like, wow, so cool, you know? Mm. Uh, so it's a bit different, lah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. So so I guess I guess that is um that's 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 true lah. That's true. But yeah. <laughs> I think like the argument on Twitter, it just feels like oh, like it like was it really trending? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right now there are a few news articles about it and everything already lah. So mm-hmm. so, so uh, everyone is just it, it's quite it's quite um I it's quite funny lah that I think uh universally wherever you come from in the world you wouldn't want something you wouldn't want someone to wear something like that to your wedding lah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, so so interesting. Yeah. Like, this is the, probably not going to be something that's going to last uh, for more than just a few days. Um, right, so, right, yeah. so yeah, just hopefully that brings brings a little bit of lightness to to your week, lah. Yeah, you know the crazy thing is that like if you, I think the the official 
you go to the Monoto official Instagram page, right? That means the mm. dressmakers in- Instagram page. They have a they have a model uh wearing the dress lah. But uh, mm. it doesn't look as good as like Kendall yeah, Jenner wearing right. it. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the model, yeah, not so sure yeah. how come they chose that um person. Like it doesn't feel like the dress accentuates her her strong points, lah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, again, we are we're not here like like being prude, saying saying women cannot wear revealing outfits or anything like that. It's just it's just the context, lah. If you have your if it was your BFF's wedding, would you would you wear a dress like that, lah? You know, mm, mm, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. But we are just two so, guys. We're just two yeah, guys like, <laughs> yeah. giving our uh, uh, cis, uh, straight, uh, heterosexual uh, viewpoint about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let us know what what the uh, women of the world please let us know what you think. Yeah, because I've been wrong so many times about what uh like what my my girlfriend feels or thinks about a certain way, even though to me it makes absolute sense, and I totally accept that my take on these sort of things are. Definitely not uh the often the most accurate lah. Yeah, yeah. So quite, there might be a lot of people prudish, listening. Prudish, prudish. Eh, eh, fuck yeah. Okay, fuck you. Okay, <laughs> not prudish. Okay. No, no, but, but I wanted to ask you: would, would you then, if you saw your girlfriend wear something like that, let's say, I mean, I know, I, I know, it probably happens very little thing, but let's say you, your girlfriend wore something like that, and then your friend's to, wedding, like, your, your friends, your friend's wedding, like, what would you tell? Mm. I would tell her that uh yeah la, like it just feels like do you have to wear this now ultimately like the wedding everyone is kind of like just there in attendance of the two people whose whose day it is la, right yeah so if you wear yeah. something like you can wear it at home you know, i'm yeah. fine but just don't wear it to someone's wedding la. yeah or just any other party or what, la, right just not yeah uh, not not uh, to a friend's wedding la, yeah yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like if it's if it's to the Emmys or like when people for those events where they wear something outlandish to make a statement, that one I'm all in support. Mm. Uh, that one that one is totally fine. But for someone's wedding where it's just yeah, it's a pers- it's a personal thing that they've invited you to gotta gotta take all this into consideration. La. Yeah. But how about if it was a beach wedding or something? But beach wedding Like like the bride's gonna be in a bikini and also alright. True. So in that case, yeah, then then it becomes then it becomes a subjective thing. But I think that is a good mm. point. Let's say the dress code was, uh, I don't know, clothes with with uh, angular cutouts. Then oh, okay lah. Skin lah. Skin. Skin. Ah, like, skin lah. Yeah. Skin. Skin. Yeah. Then then it's totally fine lah. It's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in yeah, this I case think also, like, wedding. okay. Yeah. yeah. In this case also, I don't think she's wrong. Wrong. It's just one of those things like. Like, you know, earlier when we said about the thing, like, if you want to date your, your best friend's sister or, or, or brother or something, there's like a, there's an unspoken rule, lah, right? Mm, mm. No, I was talking yeah, about so ex, like, you, want to, you want to date your friend's ex. Oh, yeah, correct, ex, yeah. yeah don't yeah, date yeah. don't date your brother, your boy, your best friend's boyfriend or girlfriend, please. Or your brother's ex. Your brother's ex. That'd be weird, right? Yeah, that's, yeah that'd be fucking <laughs> weird, yeah. Oh, fucking weird. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Correct. But yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, uh, uh, what is your one shook comment? Ah, uh, my my one shook comment is, uh, I guess the discussion going on for our podcast two thirty, where we talked about the impending execution of the Malaysian drug trafficker. So, there's a good amount of comments that that you know pointed out that um, while they appreciated the discussion, they felt that yeah, we could have done more research into information that is publicly available. 
Um, and and I think it's it's a good discussion going on because I am learning from uh reading the thread, but I also want to say that um, how you say uh, it's to to me like the reason why I wanted to talk about it on our podcast specifically is because I felt that that if if how you say uh, I I'm happy that this discussion is now happening where people are talking about how okay there are facts there um you. You should base it on um, because I think that is what conversations should, sh- uh, the kind of conversation way conversations should evolve, la. Like we went into it knowing that there's a lot of things that we are layering our own opinions on, and we are not experts on law as well. But mm. I still, I still think that um, to go, I think someone was suggesting okay, we get a lawyer uh, who is is familiar with the death penalty and all that. To me, it's like wow, fuck. Like then everything becomes like a very deep dive. And I mm. think there needs to be more conversations that try to wrap heads around it. And if it causes more constructive conversation, I, I, I'm still happy that we that we did it. Like, and, I, and I appreciate the feedback that came because I'm learning by reading the feedback. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, that one's a very uh, but, tough topic. But I, but I did also want to say that um, certain comments uh, that we talked about, you know, the, the drug uh, trafficking and the fact that, you know, Three out of four, I think, lawyers that looked into the the case um, were not the like deemed that he was mentally unsound. And I think okay, that that is is true. But okay, maybe the second example is better lah. The the one for the Ministry of uh, the anti-vax groups removed from removed from YouTube and Facebook, right? I think uh, one of the commenters pointed out that it was um, the platforms themselves that took down the video instead of MHA or MOH. So, mm. that's one of those things that, that, how is it, we we know of people within those platforms that liars directly with those indus, uh, those agencies and mm. the, it does factor into the decision. La. So, so, I would say those sort of things when the platform takes you down, you also need to look at how the platform behaves in other countries and if it's not fairly consistent, governments do have a say la, even if it's not publicly uh, uh, available info. So just mm. wanted to say that again, like just because the platform takes stuff down doesn't mean that internally they agree with it. And mm. I think it cannot be based just on that. La. Yeah, I think uh, especially in Singapore, you need to to understand the very close interplay between government agencies, private sector, you know, workers. Yeah, and exactly. Like, yeah. It's yeah, not exactly. stuff isn't as siloed as 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 it appears to be. Uh, when, mm. when when you read about it in newspaper and all that lah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so but but yeah, I think the the I still like the comment thread lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you? Uh, on episode two thirty one, all things quaint. Uh, you know, was just giving us some feedback about about how uh, he or she has a different opinion on 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 how quiet uh FMB outlets really are. Which is yeah, mm. I mean, it's, 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 it's I mean, it's up to the individual. I generally I live in quite, quite quiet surroundings because of uh, other than when my my kid is awake. Uh, so so maybe to me like every little thing just wow, oh, it just uh, my ears just ring. So it's slightly different. But I mean, it's just just one interesting thing is that all things Queen was sharing that they he or she loves the podcast. He she or they loved loves the podcast. Uh, mm. He she or they is a teacher and. And uh, always tunes into us to decompress, and mm. sometimes sometimes he does that with uh, earbuds while in the staff room. So imagine the raised eyebrows when I break into hysterics. Uh, 
And so it's quite cool. Uh, just I mean, it's cool that you can... Yeah, because I know the staff room sometimes is a real like... Um, I, I, would, I don't even call it a rest area. It's like you're, you're there to hide, hide from students. Because... Uh, Students these days can be very, very demanding of, of uh, attention and, and everything from teachers as well. Uh. And, mm. uh, you know, you, you, can't, you can't be seen doing anything anything weird in front of students because they all have phones as well to take photo of you and all that kind of thing. So being able mm. to hide in the staff room and just chill out and decompress and listen to podcasts probably is a very good outlet for all things quaint. Uh. So, yeah, thank you for letting us know. I'm glad that we uh, can be part of your day like that as well. Uh. Oh, cool. Cool, yeah. cool. All right. Yes. Then now the one show, one show thing for the past few days, and yeah. what is yours? Uh, I just want to give a shout out to to Ketanya, Tan, <laughs> Ketanya, Tan, mm. the actress that who was mm. one of the co one of the co star one of the co stars for our TV show. She's a terrorist, and I love her. Uh, for mm. those of you who managed to catch it, yeah, I think you you know she she had a very good performance and and. She was pretty awesome in it, and also she is now, uh, you know, a YouTuber. She's a uh, under uh, Kate of all traits. So if C A I T of all traits, like T R A I T S. Uh. So if mm. you look out on YouTube, I think she just started it because she's actually on the midst of eighty-one day ro- uh, van life road trip with her mm. her longtime boyfriend Zenos, uh, who we also got to know during the course of filming and everything, la. And a mm. super nice couple, super. You know, very, very, very interest, and, and he's American, and all, and and I think after the towards the, the end of of the year, they were like, ah, you know, fuck it, and let's just go do van life and live out of van lah, Gabby Petito style, Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry style lah. I'm not saying that anything bad happened, but I'm just, I'm just saying that yeah lah, they literally are living out of a van in the US right now. But uh, mm. why I'm suddenly giving them a shout out is because the latest one, the latest videos, just posted two days ago, is titled. Surprise proposal while hiking Redwood National Park. So, mm. okay, Tanya Tan has been taken. And uh, oh, so the, the whole video is about the, the actual proposal. Uh, and they go into, I mean, there's more than one camera filming that proposal. So it's, it's if you really want a deep dive insight into how to plan an awesome proposal, this might be an idea. So the one shock thing is the proposal or the trip or, or that she's taken or what? I the whole thing, the whole shebang, oh, the few, whole thing, uh, the whole thing. I think, I think, uh, yeah, lah. I mean, we 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 know her as a friend. She's been on this podcast mm. before. Uh, mm, she so has actually, yeah. We've hung out, we've all played games and all that as well. So we're happy mm. for her that she's doing this YouTube thing and this van life thing and and yeah, lah. This this video also is, is sweet, lah. Very sweet. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. So send her yeah. some love, guys. Yeah, yeah. So check it out, Kid of All Traits on YouTube. Mm. Cool. So cool, what is cool. your one shook thing? Uh, my one shook thing is this performance on on YouTube that resurfaced uh, because I watched it a few years ago and I rewatched it again. And it fucking blows my mind. It's a uh, it's when Alicia Keys was kind of like the stand-in host for the Late Late Show, and mm. she had Billie Eilish as her guest. Mm. I think it was a few years ago, and they sang an acoustic version of uh, Ocean Eyes, like Billie Eilish's song, mm. and. Alicia Keys was on the keyboard and it fucking it still gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it. it it's it's amazing. Okay. Yeah. And that was the I think the first time I watched it, I was like, oh shit, Billy Eilish is one talented person and Alicia Keys is talented and just like a yeah, seems like a like a great great individual or great great uh 
veteran of the industry who is just kind of helping out this new generation legend lah. Mm, 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 mm. I think it's it's really really nice. Oh, wow. really means, cool. Uh, how how many years ago was this? Ah, uh, I think maybe like three years ago, two years ago. Mm. Yeah, because once every once in a while, like what? Yeah, you're going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, no. Every once in a while, like when I just want to see like a live performance, or if I chance, if I happen upon a new video of a perf- uh, a live performance that's awesome, I I think, oh shit, what other live performances do I remember? Uh, that were awesome, like, And then I watched some NPR Tiny Desk, and then I just go back further and further. And this one is always I watch. I'm like, holy shit, that's amazing. Got it, got it, got it. Nice. Yeah, it's super cool, uh, Super cool. Cool, cool, cool. Check it out. Cool, we'll man. It, we'll put all the links in the description. Cool, cool. All right. On to a new week. Yeah. Take care, guys.